DJ and PK brought to you in part by Davis Vision. The Davis Vision Spring LASIK sales going on now. Get rid of the contacts and the glasses and save $1,000. Start your road to better vision at Davis Vision. Check them out at davisvisionmd.com or call them today at 801-253-3080. That's Davis Vision. Tonight, Lakers, Warriors. Winner is the seventh seed in the West, and they play the number two seed, the Phoenix Suns. They go to the other side of the bracket. The loser will go home to face, well, I guess in the case of the case of the Lakers, they'd stay home to face the winner of the Grizzly Spurs game for the eighth seed, and presumably be a heavy favorite and win that. So, Jazz fans. Who do you want to win tonight? Because they're in the playoffs on the other side of the bracket. You can't see them in the conference final. And whoever loses tonight, there's a pretty good chance. It's one game, so you never know. But there's a pretty good chance that whoever loses tonight will end up playing the Jazz Sunday in Game 1 of the NBA playoffs. Yeah. Well, if you want the Lakers to lose, then I think you would want the Lakers to lose. (laughs) I see what you did there. Because I think the Jazz have the best chance to beat the Lakers. So if you don't want the Lakers to win the title, then you want the Lakers to lose tonight. And the way I look at it, because if I look at the teams in the West, I really believe if the Lakers are what they're capable of and everybody's healthy healthy and all that stuff, I think the team to have the best chance to beat them in the West is the Jazz. So with that in mind, if I want the Jazz, of course, we all think that you, our listeners want the Jazz to win. There's a few L.A. of you people. And go the hell back to California. I'm so sick of you. <laughs> you get in my way, okay? Uh, if you didn't come here by the year 2000, then get out. <laughs> I'm in, and I'm closing the door behind me. I got in. You can't come in now. Go away. Yeah. Isn't that the essence of immigration? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm here. What are you doing here? Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> You're just crowding our streets and polluting our air. So if you don't so we got that as an assumption that you're rooting for the Jazz to win it all. But you're probably also your second choice, well, if you choose playoffs, A, you want the Jazz to win it all. B, you want the Lakers to lose. Somewhere along. Yeah. Those are the two things in that order. And so, with that in mind, I really believe the Jazz have the best chance to oust the Lakers. And there is a line of thinking that if you're going to beat the Lakers, get them early. Because the longer they stay together, and this all assumes they stay healthy, but the longer they, get to, the longer they play and the more they win, the more they'll get into a groove and they'll be the team that we all thought they were. True. The defending champs who were picked to win the West and have the best record in the conference. And they didn't get it, and they largely don't have it, because AD got hurt and LeBron got hurt. So the longer they're together, you would assume they're winning, they're playing better, and that they will be harder to play in the conference finals than they will be in the first round. Now, I know some of you are like, but they could beat us in the first round. Yeah, (laughs) they could. You're right. It's a risk. Hey, PK, if you want risks, what are you doing in the NBA playoffs? Am I right? There's always a risk. There's other good teams. What are you going to do? You know, I don't know either that if the Lakers were healthy for 72 that they would have beaten the Jazz because now that may be, what are you talking about? I don't think going forward for the rest of his time and the rest of Anthony Davis's time 
they're not going to be healthy for 72 slash 82. Even if they are that. healthy, not, they're not going to play it anyway. That's, that's not uh, that's not a crazy prediction right there. AD's had plenty of injuries. LeBron's yeah. been hurt twice in three years. I will say the injury that happened to LeBron this year doesn't have anything to do with age. That's like you could you could be you could be in your twenties. How long it took him to come back might be age. Okay, but, it's but so, someone so two out of the last three years he's had major injuries. <clears throat> right, and the one that first injury, the one two years ago, that could be age. But the one that happened this year, if someone steps on your foot like that with that much force, oh, you could be 28. Yeah, but I could argue you're not as quick to get out of the way, whatever it might be. I would and argue it, that he might have been back in three weeks and, or two weeks. Certainly or, that. Know, I don't think the, there's the any question about that. Time I, would, is where I, I agree with that 100%. Right. But it's just interesting that once he starts to get to mid-30s, he starts getting injured. Yeah. And last year, see, that's why last year to me, of all the asterisks on titles, I think that one needs the to bubbles, be there. The bubbles are one. A, yeah, a title you had without, three months off. And no fans. With injured dudes. No fans, no travel, and months to get healthy. Yeah. So, but yes. it happened, it happened, so there's no point worrying about Everybody it. Everybody was it's, in and cashed the checks, changing. so it's not good to whine about it. Yeah. You cash the checks, don't whine about it. Right, and but there were unusual circumstances that they're... They basically had, they orchestrated through injury and rest this year anyway by giving them, because they, they had not quite, but Anthony Davis had a good two months off. I mean, he lasted, he played the week before the All Star game. <laughs> Shut her down. And they were talking about, oh, he'll be back in March. And I talked to my LA guy. And he said, he ain't coming back. I remember coming on the air and saying that. And he's not coming back. It's going to be a good long while. And it's exactly what it was. It was a good long while. So. Can they go? So I don't think the Jazz need to say, well, they had an asterisk on the regular season. They had the best record because of the Laker injuries. I I disagree completely on that. Because the Lakers, if they're not going to have injury, they're going to make up stuff (laughs) going forward. Those guys are not going to be Iron Men. It's just not going to happen. Utah Man and I quotes Charles Barkley and sends us this. If the Lakers play Utah, they're going to lose. If the Lakers play Utah, who's they? The Lakers? Lakers. Oh, yeah, they're not talking about the Jazz. Okay. <laughs> they're talking about the Lakers. Yeah, so so Barkley, who actually has a horrific repu- uh, reputation for making picks, eh, picks the Jazz. Picks are picks. Yeah. Uh, and, and and Charles likes to have a little shock value. It's something that I just don't understand at all. Be saying stuff for shock value. It just makes no sense to me why anybody would do that. That's yuck, ridiculous. Yuck, 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 yuck. Uh, so... Tyler wants to backdoor it. Laker fans, let them have seven. Hope the Spurs win over Memphis and Golden State to get to eight. That's not happening. I don't see it happening. Sure, if that if you can give me that, I would rather play of the four teams, the Spurs. There's yeah. no question. It's obvious. Yes. The Spurs are the worst of the four, and Memphis is third. And Yeah. But what? Okay, that gives you a first round. Good for you. And then by the time you get to the yeah. second round, guess what? It's on! Because... When you have the best record in the league, if you're not in the conference final, it's a disappointment. And the second round is Lakers or Mavericks. So that'll be a test either way. Excuse me, no, Clippers. Saying, Clippers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Clippers or Mavericks. I thought I, thought I had that memorized. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, one of us did. It wasn't me. Clippers or Mavericks in the second round. So you're not backdooring the second round. You're getting a really good team. No. No, not at all. Yeah, you beat the Clippers. That's an accomplishment. And I don't care if Paul George goes 420 every single game. Big deal. So it sucks for him and them. But if you beat them, 
that's an accomplishment. Uh, they're a decent ball club, and obviously they didn't care as much. They orchestrated the standings probably more than anybody. Kyler says, as gross as it sounds, we should root for the Lakers tonight. Gross. I think there's something to be said for that. Rooting for the Lakers? If you want the Warriors, there's something to be said for that. But I can go, I can make arguments either way and make them strong. So I don't, I'm not, there's something to be said for that, but I'm not 100% sold on that. Well, the huge question mark here is you don't know how good the Lakers are going to be coming together. Is there going to be an adjustment period here as everybody gets on the same page? Because that's enough to sink you. It's what we were talking about with Donovan Mitchell. The, the four games, if you're, if you're not in rhythm and on top of your game, it can get away really fast. And that's true for anybody. It's true for, and the Jazz and Lakers are both trying to integrate a really important player. And if you're, if you're not all on the same page, when the other team's preparation at its best and the adrenaline's flowing and all the hype and they're focused, it can get away from you fast. And that, that goes for any team that's trying to integrate an important player back into the lineup. Yeah, but the, I, I disagree to an extent, the theory, but the idea of uh, the logic, the next step that you're taking, is it may be difficult f- to integrate that player. When you integrate your best player, they integrate to you. You don't necessarily integrate to them. And offensively, Mitchell's their best player. Right. And with the Lakers, LeBron is is they're their best. He's their best player in many areas, not just offensively. So it's up to the other guys, particularly with the Lakers, because he is such the alpha. There, I mean, I can argue there's More so never than Donovan, yeah. and there's never been anybody that great, that dominant on a team. Certainly in my life, and since I so started he's watching better than the second best player by such a wide margin. Even Jordan to Pippen wasn't as big a gap as LeBron to AD. I could argue that. Mm-hmm. So you look at that. So it's clear when he is in uniform, he is the man. Everything revolves around him. Now the good thing about him. He's not jacking up a bunch of ridiculous no, He'll get you the ball. No, he makes the right play. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he's, he's a, as I see it, a big-time team player. So he's got no problem making the pass. I've been saying all these years, you want to argue who the best point guard is, I'm taking LeBron every time. And I he, can't remember who, who the player was, but he was here, and I think it was right at the end of his uh, time with Cleveland, and he had a shot yeah, to win the that. game, and yeah. he threw the ball. He was doubled, and he threw it to somebody else who missed it. Yeah. He's like, it was the right play. Like, and he took heat for it. No, he can't yeah. hit the big shot. Right. Yeah. Right. But he made the play, and the other guy didn't make the shot. I, right. I, don't, I don't remember who it was either, but I know what you're talking about. So uh, he'll do that. So it's not like it's, uh, wow, I really, really have to alter my game. It's not like Chris Bosh had to alter his game so dramatically with <laughs> well, Miami. I think, I think the thing is that it's when the third or fourth player on the court, should he take that open shot or should he get the ball back to the star? You know, the whole thing Quinn's been saying about we can't pass up open shots. Oh, should I get the ball back to Donovan because the shot clock's running down or is it's my shot? And you hesitate or you make the wrong decision. You know, those are the things that in close games can sink you. Uh, but maybe yeah. not. Maybe these guys are good enough. And, you know, you can't underestimate the fact that you know, you're going to have a couple practices if you're the Jazz, and the Lakers are going to have a game 
Well, they would have two games, right, before they played. To, the only way to get to eight would be to lose to the Warriors <laughs> right. and then win the next one. And they'd have two games. And, you know, every game you get back into the rhythm a little more. So, counting on the other team having problems adjusting. I mean, it's, it's certainly possible, but you can't count on it. A couple games under the belt, then they might be getting in the groove. I don't fear the Lakers. They're, they're very good when they're clicking. But so are the Jazz. So I don't have this great fear of them. I think you're alone there. <laughs> Should we run a poll? Do you fear the Lakers? From the Jazz perspective? Yeah. No. Are we talking right but, now? Yeah, but, yeah, right now. See, you guys in, in the internal media does this. By saying that, mm-hmm. you're disrespecting the Jazz. Oh, I get it. You're right. Agreed. But those guys who love them and praise them, it's funny, but they, they disrespect them that way. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. Who, the Jazz have lost the last two matchups against Golden State with Steph Curry going off on them. Uh-huh. I'd rather face the Lakers right now because you want to get them now if you're going to get them because they're going to get into a sink at some point. In Put them in playoffs. the sink. <laughs> well done. And it's true the Warriors have won the last two and Steph went off, but Donovan wasn't there for the last one. Yeah, but they terrified and it was, me. And it was a close game, and it's easy to say if he'd been there, he would have made the difference. I don't know that he would have made the difference because Jordan Clarkson's taken all those shots. So you can't just say, oh, well, let's just add Mitchell and Clarkson will go nuts. It doesn't work that way. Nope, it doesn't. Clarkson give, wouldn't have been jacking it up. Give me L.A. Like crazy. And Mitchell would have had, they, he would have not canceled them out completely. But I don't think he'd just bring them. I'll bring back his 26, and so they win by 20. And then it's not the way it works. Certainly you want Mitchell there. There's no question he makes you a better team. But in a particular literal instance of one game, I don't know that you can say that. Does Jordan go off to the level that he did in the fourth quarter if Donovan Mitchell is out on the floor? Probably not. But that doesn't matter. Who cares? That was then. This is going forward here. And so we'll we'll worry about that. Uh, I, I think for me, the idea of Curry going off is not anything that's preposterous. But Curry going off four times? Boom! There it is. And you say you don't know basketball. Ha! You nailed it right there. I never played the game. Never played any game, for that matter. I have no athletic talent. That's not true. (laughs) Threw in one lucky hook a shot. I've scored two points in my whole life. That's in basketball. What about baseball? (laughs) I played another (laughs) basketball game with you, and I've seen you. I have seen you pull up for a 17-footer. And I did go Reggie Miller, keep the wrist cocked for 20 minutes. <laughs> you held it. <laughs> so there's something to be said. Can this man do this four straight times? Now, I'm not going to necessarily put it past him. But you're not going to pick it either. Yeah, because I think that, you know, that that's where the coaching comes in. And so in a sense, that loss to the Warriors last week or the week before, whenever it was, might be a good thing. Because you can really learn from that, and the coaching staff can get in there and say, okay, here's what we're going to do. Because clearly they're going to have a more intense, complete game plan, no matter who it's against. Everybody does. The The opponent will have it for you, and you'll have it for the opponent. Right. And so you can learn from that. What did we do wrong? How did we get going here? What, What do we need to do when he puts up his threes? Where do we need to be out on the floor to make sure they don't get the offensive rebound? Blah, blah, blah. So there's all sorts of stuff that can happen as you scout these guys with far, far more intensity uh, in a series as opposed to 
one game along the road. David tweets at us, I don't care. Bring on the playoffs. I want all the smoke. I do think there's a lot of disrespect going the Jazz way. Like, it's not real. They're not really sure. This first place is somewhat of a mirage. Because I guarantee you, if the Lakers are in first place, they're thinking, yeah, like, we give a crap who we play? We're going we're gonna to beat you no matter what. Yep. Whatever team. There's all yep. other seven of you, when it's said and done, when we get to the through the play-in, whoever those seven are, line them up. It just comes down to there's a big portion of the fan base that wants it so badly, and they're so hurt that it, when it doesn't happen that they want to kind of anticipate it. You always Don't. call fan bases out for this. Don't. And it's it's true here. It's dumb here. <laughs> it's the way of the world. It's not smart or dumb. It just is. In your mind, I'm sure. If I agreed with you, we'd both be wrong. be wrong. That a kid. Haven't in, heard that in a while. I was thinking here, about that yesterday. <laughs> you hadn't used that one in a long I time. I believe in this team. There's two things I believe in, and one of them is this team. So you pick them to beat the Lakers or the Warriors in the first round, regardless of who they play. I want to see Uh-oh. what happens tonight <laughs> Uh-oh. and what happens thir- Saturday. Or Friday, excuse me. Because the second round That's how I feel about the Lakers. It's not how I feel about the Warriors. Jazz and six over the Warriors. I want less than that, but I'll take it. I'm counting on Curry going off in one game, and then As you should and the, right and, and winning a game. Right, he'd probably go for 46 one night, and he might have a second big game, or somebody else could go off, or and, and to some degree, I think the Jazz could survive that. They could have there could be a game where Curry goes off and the Jazz still win, or Wiggins has one. I agree. Wiggins just had a 38 point game. I agree. You know, and they the Jazz pull it out 117, 112. Yeah, I agree on that. Know? So I would say Jazz over Warriors in six. But the Lakers, I want to see play. I just don't That's have what a I'm feel about. for how good bring you guys back from injury. Sometimes it goes well. Sometimes there's a bumpy week. Let's or do two. a Sunday morning show. <laughs> Sunday morning, people. We my, can do a late Friday night show too. We'll know Friday uh, night. Well, Friday night at midnight. DJ and PK. My block on Sunday's done at one. There's plenty of time. DJ and PK. When we come back, Tim Lacombe, Jazz Radio Studio Analyst, will run all of this by him next. Stay with us. Lob to Rudy. Oh, he packed it with a right hand. Produce three all-stars. Check. Oh, Donovan Mitchell. Earn the best record in the NBA in the top spot in the West. You are fabulous. Check and check. The regular season is over, and now the number one seeded Utah Jazz begin their quest for an NBA title. Let's go! When the Jazz take the court in the NBA playoffs, you'll hear every second of every game on your exclusive home. Welcome home of the Utah Jazz. 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. DJ, PK, and Tim McCone joining us, Jazz Radio Studio Analyst. Used to be on Rick Majerus' staff at the U. Assistant coach Dave Rose at the Y, and now singing his teeth into the pro game. Tim, good morning. Good morning, guys. Until um, I'm gone. Until I'm gone, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, it's man, it's I love this time of year. Um, obviously, from a basketball standpoint, um, but I just love like yesterday, last night, the weather. Oh, so beautiful out. 
Really was. I was shirtless. Again. You were shirtless? Yeah. Doing yard work. Shirtless and sandy? We got some older ladies in the uh, in the neighborhood. Well, I, I send me their address so I can send condolences. <laughs> PK's trying to give him a, PK's trying to give him a heart attack. <laughs> Oh, I got yeah, a exactly. neighbor. He's I got a neighbor. Property. A neighbor kid who likes to uh, do yard work shirtless. So when I see him, I usually go out and do it too. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me where you live so I don't ever drive by. It's kind of a running gag. It's two neighbor boys. One's on a mission now, but he used to mow the lawn shirtless when he's a teenager, and then I would do it. And now he's he's overseas, and so his older brother was doing it yesterday. So I had to go out there and do it, too. <laughs> oh, that's too cool. <laughs> all right, I think the big question for all Jazz fans, before we worry about any matchups or anything, Donovan Mitchell, is he going to be healthy? Is he going to be 100%? How long is it going to take for everyone to get back into get back into the rhythm, get back into the flow? What level of concern do you have? Well, there's, certain, there's certainly concern when a guy misses as much as he's missed um, because – you know, basketball is so the important parts of the the key to to being really good is to be in a great flow and a great rhythm. Um, but that being said, I think they played enough games together, and and, and kind of uh, that piece of it, I think, can can figure itself out. I, I believe Donovan will be. Um, you know, he's not going to go out there if he's not ready to go, and so I think that that's been the whole the whole aim. And so if he plays, I think he's, he's good to go. And, um, really it's then it's kind of on, you know, as crazy as it sounds kind of on Donovan to figure out how to, to fit in, I guess, and not, um, you know, not try to force things, but just play like he did this year. And I think he's obviously great enough to do that, but yeah, there's a little concern there because, you know, it's unknown and, he hasn't missed a lot of games, you know, in in his career. He, this is this is a little bit new for him, and certainly new for everybody around him. So it's just going to be a a little bit of an experiment. But uh, it doesn't look like they're going to be able to like dip their toe in the water <laughs> unless something crazy happens. They're going to play a, a very good opponent, uh, more than likely with championship uh, experience in the first round situation. If he's ready to go, I don't really think he misses a beat. Now, if there's issues, that's another story, but if he's ready to go, uh, I think the team has enough knowledge and experience together and people know the roles and this team understands he's our best, the most dynamic offensive weapon. So I Smith, I expect a smooth transition if he has his health. No, I, I totally. I actually would too. Um, that'd be my vote. I think you know, even a little bit, like a slight adjustment period in the playoffs is going to be difficult. You know, even if it's not all the way together. Typically, you can kind of, like I said, you can dip your toe in the water early on. But you know, they're not necessarily going to have that opportunity now. I've actually been almost like last night watching the the Celtics game, I tweeted out how dreadful the Celtics offense was in the first quarter. And that's really all it took. And they went on to score about 116 points. So uh, that being said, I keep talking about the Jazz having to play the Warriors or the Lakers. 
which would seem like, you know, odds would say that. But it's crazy. Anything can happen. Um, but but I think, if, yeah, if there's just uh, if there's just enough of um, a synergy, you know, and, and they don't really miss too much of a beat, I think they'll be fine. Uh, Donovan, like I said, I, the one thing I do know is he wouldn't be coming back if he's not ready to go. Um, and so, you know, they're not going to take a risk, even as, as important as this season is and has been. You know, there's a lot of basketball left in Donovan Mitchell. So if he comes back, he's going to be ready to go. And, and like you, PK, I think they'll, I think they'll be fine in Justin. I think I'll pick the Jazz in six over the Warriors, figuring Curry will, or, or maybe somebody else too. I mean, Wiggins just had a big game, but the, the Warriors are good enough. They'll get him once or twice, but I just can't see Curry going off and doing that four times. The Jazz have too many things going for him. But when I try to figure out what will happen in the Lakers series, there are so many question marks. I feel like I've got to see him play. I don't have a good handle on how good they're going to be, how quickly, and I wonder if you have a better read than that. Well, I'd like to say I would, but, you know, I made the mistake last year of, in my mind, just kind of writing, watching the the Lakers the last few weeks, you know, that they finished the bubble prior to the playoffs, and I just did not think that they had enough. Um, You know, I kind of got sucked into believing that they were maybe um, weren't quite as good and I just, I'm not going to do that again. I really do believe when a team wins a championship and they've got two dominant players like they do, I think you have to start every conversation, you know, the next year about how they will, you know, be a, a real factor in defending the championship. And when you put LeBron James on the team, um, all bets are off. I think you have, like you said, DJ, I think I'm really curious to see how they play as well. Uh, because they haven't been – now they they did when they all got back together and they kind of started playing again. They looked a little more like the Lakers. Um, but there was a long period of time where the care factor was not great and the basketball that be, was being played was not great. Um, but it's crazy how that, that dude, LeBron, can flip a switch and then you add AD to the mix. Um, and, again, they become so potent – and and difficult to guard because again you've got to take into the fact that you're getting LeBron foul calls too you know when he's out there I mean and it is a thing I've watched Bojan all year get hammered and not get calls and then you watch a Laker game and literally if if he gets breathed on there's a foul so that's a part of it and certainly in the playoffs where it's a it's a half court situation and and you know stops are really big. Uh, you got to factor all that stuff in there. So I think the Lakers are going to be really, really difficult to beat uh, by anybody because they are the champ. And once you, you know, once you're that champion, you, you've got a know-how that maybe other guys don't. And so you will really, you will have to beat them. They're, they're not going to beat themselves. So the Jazz went nuts on three pointers this year. In the playoffs, everything gets more magnified. What level of concern do you have? in the postseason when things are more difficult given the amount of three-pointers that they shoot? Because obviously they're going to have to make a good percentage of them in order to be successful. Well, I think what they've proven, uh, you know, minus a couple, I I guess I'll preface it by saying that a poorly timed um, 
off night from a lot of guys, and it really only takes a couple of those, and you're already behind the eight ball. You know, uh, momentum in a series is a thing. And so I think if the Jazz take the same types of shots, uh, which I think they will, probably what isn't going to come as easy, especially watching the playing games last night, um, transition defense uh, will probably be a little bit better. The Jazz are certainly uh, very potent in transition from three and when they can really advance the ball and find guys. Um, and, and the types of shots the Jazz shoot from three, the catch-and-shoot type, um, you know, they've proven all year. If, if they have their feet set, somebody dribble, penetrates, and finds it, the ball gets moved a couple of times and somebody's wide open, those shots are going to fall at a pretty high rate. Uh, what, dis- what concerns me, really, and, and it's been the games where Teams have been able to switch. Um, it really does mess up timing rhythm. Uh, the role becomes less of a factor. And guys are not quite as open. Uh, they're not getting the, their feet set, totally set, and have, having looks. And the Jazz haven't shot the ball as well against teams like that. Um, and if they play the Lakers or the Warriors, out of the shoot, they're going to see that. That's the way they'll be guarded, uh, I would imagine, most of the playoffs. Um, so that being said, I think it's the type of threes they get. Uh, again, I think if they can really play downhill, play with force and require two defenders to come to the ball, that's where the blender can go. And that's where the ball can move. And that's where those threes that they're very good at can happen. Uh, that in transition, if, can they continue to play? Early in the shot clock in the playoffs, I think that will be a, a piece of how they shoot the three. Are there any surprises waiting for us out there that you can foresee? I mean, kind of the definition of a surprise is you don't get to foresee it, but you have a keener basketball mind than us. So I wonder if there's something, you hear all these playoff discussions, you're like, you know, what people are missing is What? I've got a weird feeling, and this will probably put the nail in their coffin as well, but I've got a weird feeling about the Miami Heat this year in the playoffs for the same reason I talked about the Lakers. Um, there's something about playoff experience and magic, and um, and so they're a team that kind of jumps out at me. I'm curious to see how the Suns do in in the playoffs. I think they've been a – a great story, uh, not as great as the Jazz, and kind of irritates me that uh, as good a job as Monty Williams did, I think Quinn Snyder probably deserved Coach of the Year. Um, but I, I believe that uh, that those two teams will be probably who I'm going to key in on. I'm curious to see how the Suns deal with um, the Lakers or the Warriors, you know, depending on who they get. And what that series looks like, and if the, if the if the Suns can continue to play the way they played this year, uh, my guesses are that they probably will. I think that Chris Paul really unifies that team, um, and Devin Booker is is really difficult. And you talk about again half court game uh, that really uh, speaks to how Phoenix wants to play, and they're very very good at really kind of suffocating you on defense and then uh, picking you apart and making tough shots on offense. Um, but the Heat in the East, I just I look at that and I think, you know, they, they could make some noise there. Um, I'm not a big believer in Philly. Um, 
I just don't think that they're, they're, they have the substance, I'm going to say, the substance it takes to win at a high level. Um, I'm not sold on Milwaukee. I think New Jersey in the East is going to be fascinating to watch and maybe just might have a crazy playoff run as well uh, because of the things I speak of. I mean, just you start talking about points per possession and you start talking about their ability to score so many different ways in the half court. Um, there's going to be a lot of really cool storylines, but I think that those are the ones that, and then obviously the most important one, uh, the Utah Jazz, a first time ever having home court advantage throughout the entire playoffs, um, have the best record in the league. Um, and, um, you know, really having a, a, a roster that is so well built for the way they play um, and can, like you said, can those three-pointers continue to fall and be taken at a high rate, and, and how will that all work out? So those are the main things I guess I'm looking at. I don't know that I've got a crystal ball to say what's going to happen, but um, I think those are the, the storylines. See, I told you, DJ. What, that I didn't have a crystal ball? No. Everything you said, with the exception of calling Brooklyn, New Jersey, I agreed with. Oh, did I say New Jersey? You did, and and, and I think old timer, and I think the New Orleans Jazz have an excellent chance. <laughs> <laughs> but the Minneapolis Lakers, keep your eye on them because when they play the Philadelphia Warriors, hey, when you guys, oh, I did see today. I saw a clip today where a commentator called Taco Fall Taco Bell <laughs> during a game. He's like, he tips it into Taco Bell, and the guy's dribbling it up. He said, "Did I just say Taco Bell?" <laughs> I'm so I would imagine they'll use that in an ad, but sorry, my just I, I stopped kind of following the Nets when Van Horn left. Ninety-seven, <laughs> <laughs> and they were New Jersey then. Yes, they were. <laughs> All right. Well, as always, we appreciate it, Tim, and we will hear you Sunday. I expect Sunday night, but we'll have to see. Maybe Sunday afternoon, but probably Sunday night because I think the Lakers will take down the Warriors, and then they'll and, get plugged you know, into Sunday afternoon. And then I hope, you know. We will never know. We'll never know what he hopes. <laughs> Don't know. Vaporized. Technology's awesome until it isn't. I can't wait till next Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey. You confuse Brooklyn and Jersey and that'll happen to you, right? Yak, what golfer would you like to give away right now? Because it is time for a... You win a golf PGA Championship giveaway. I'll give you your pick. Patrick Reed or Webb Simpson? Giveaway Webb Simpson. Okay, Webb it is. Be calling number 12 right now. Webb Simpson will be your assigned golfer. We're pairing 25 callers with the top 25 players in the world. 26th gets the field. If your assigned golfer wins, you'll win the same brand of putter that's that player has in their bag. Be calling number 12 right now at 855-340-ZONE. 855-340-ZONE. It's brought to you by UNA Golf, serving Utah golfers since 1971. Join Hans and Scotty Friday at the warehouse from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. Yeah, give me a big old boom. Boom! Boom! Question of the day. Are we all Warrior fans or are we all Laker fans? Who are you pulling for in the game tonight? Winner gets the seven seed, goes to the other side of the bracket from the Jazz. 
Jason says, unless we expect the Lakers to lose in both games, meaning again Friday night when the loser of the 7-8 game plays the winner of the 9-10 game, which I doubt that'll happen. Well, then I want the Lakers on the other side of the bracket taking on the Suns. Why fearest thou the Lakers? Because they're the defending champs, and LeBron wins a lot. But not always. True. In fact, uh, has there been anybody outside of maybe Jerry West and Elgin Baylor who's lost more in the finals? With the Lakers losing to all those Celtics teams back in the 60s? That's what it... I'm they lost believe. like six times in eight years. Something like that? Yeah. yeah. So, LeBron, he's lost a whole bunch in the finals, hasn't he? Uh, once in Cleveland, then twice in Miami, and then back to Cleveland for, what, three more losses, I guess? What a loser. <laughs> <laughs> six losses in the finals. Right. Four wins. I was just saying, MJ, Magic, the greatest. Magic, they, they lost, Magic lost four. Those four finals. Yeah, the Celtics were like 17 Hall of Famers, not the Dallas Mavericks. He only lost to the Celtics once. Right. That's lost what I'm the, saying. Lost to the Sixers twice. With, no, lost to the Sixers once, too. With multiple Hall of Famers. Pistons and Bulls. He ain't lo- Well, the Pistons. Well, yeah, they he, were hurt. He didn't they lose played. to them. He, he contributed as much as I did. He'd have won. They were going to three-peat. Oh, there ain't no question about that, man. You know, he dealt magic at your own peril. That's my homage to Jake Scott. He thinks I'm a huge magic guy. It's because you are. I'm even bigger than he thinks. Right? Yeah. Why wouldn't I be? He's the greatest of all time. Well, yeah. I mean, Jake's wrong, but no big deal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, let's give LeBron another playoff loss. That amazes me so much. Lack of faith in our team. This is our team. Our city. Our guys. It's just the beginning. That it could be. If you're an NBA player and you're looking where to go and where to have a chance to win, I mean, you look at Donovan and Rudy and think, well, they got five good years in front. Hello, Dwayne. Should I come here? <laughs> Think about it, man. Dwayne sitting on the TNT set, just giving giving him clues, giving him a little touch the nose, <laughs> a little wipe of the brow. Like oh, he had a sec. thing on Instagram. He posted like the best record. This guy's committed. He's yeah. one of us. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> uh, hey, we got Ingles on Thursdays. Let's get Dwayne Wade every Friday. Good thinking. <laughs> I'll, I'll reach out and see what I can D, pull together. What are you doing, man? You don't even have to get up early if he's back east. True story. Yeah. <laughs> you can come on right, right at 7.30 in the morning. Dwayne Wade. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It's 9.30 his time. Have a little orange juice, a little bran muffin to get the day going. He's probably worked out by then. Probably has. Well, he lives in L.A. That's where his home is. He's a citizen of the world. It's true. He's doing but he Wade. does. Have, no. But he's in Atlanta. I don't care where he lives. His heart is in Salt Lake City, Utah. Yeah, Good point. You well, wherever you want. Maybe, maybe in Deer Valley. But I get your point. On playoff games, his heart. Once they start having floor seats, 
I'm be looking the camera at him and and uh, what's it? Uh, Gabriella, is that her name? Gabrielle Union. Yeah, what a union! Dwayne Wade and the Jazz. Speaking of union, I grew up by Union, New Jersey, man. Everything is coming together for this random ball club. word association. Yeah, can you just keep going here, like <laughs> I can till ten, and they'll tell me I got to leave. Then I come back. They were, we we have the TV on in here. I don't. I guess TNT basketball last from, night. From it's still on. Yeah, yeah, TNT. Usually it's on ESPN. <laughs> and Stephen A. Smith was on the. The sound is down, and he is just worked up about something. And then they put the graphic up there, so you know what they're talking about. I said. How long are they going to beat this into the ground, PK, without missing a beat? Till 10 a.m.? Yeah. <laughs> it's your job, man. <laughs> that was awesome. It was quick. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> so, this is going to be a grand time. Have faith in the ball club, man. Why wouldn't you? I find it interesting that, man, we took all sorts of crap. We didn't take it, but we had all sorts of emotion when Shaq basically dismissed Donovan to his face after he had a great game. Didn't seem like it was the time to do it, but Shaq did it. But aren't we doing the same thing? I don't want the Lakers. Oh my gosh, the Jazz against the Lakers. We're going to lose. Aren't we dismissing Donovan right then and there? Aren't we doing the same exact thing, just in a different way? Yes. Yeah, how about that? You, 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 and you are doing what Shaq did to Donovan but on not that as, night. But not as aggressively and as poorly timed. Irregardless, you're right. <laughs> I agree with you, and that was but the net result it. is the same. Yeah. I don't believe in you. That's the essence of what Shaq did. The way okay, he did it in the but, format was not appropriate. Fine. Right. Right. You put People on a headset mistakes. after a big game, you didn't expect it. No. But I think what Shaq was trying to avoid, and he doesn't get any credit for this, is he'd said it when Donovan couldn't hear it, and he didn't want to be talking behind his back. So I, I give him credit and, for that, and yeah. I, and I give, give Shaq credit for Stand that. Stand up but it was and still uh, rough. face the music. Donovan is like, the PR guy says, come on over here and talk to TNT. I got that. Whap! But I think the but thing is... But the essence is, of the message is, the, we don't believe in you. But the beautiful thing about the playoffs this year is, nobody has a 50%, when you look at the odds, nobody has a 50% chance of winning, and usually there is a heavy favorite. Nobody believes in anybody right now. Oh, no, I, I disagree. Oh, I totally agree. You, you, well, go you on just said people. it. Of course you totally agree. And I'm not backing down. And you, <laughs> you always totally, say don't back you down. You totally agree with yourself. No. Of course I do. I should. Wow. And that's your point. <laughs> but when you make a point and I back down, you get on me. So you can't get on me when I don't back down. You're well, yelling me, well, it going. No, but you don't say I totally agree. You don't agree with yourself. You can elaborate, but you don't agree with yourself, you dumb bleep. I do. <laughs> elaborate and I do agree with me I totally agree what I just said there are questions about everybody and I have them right now about you <laughs> that's not surprising you haven't met me every day for 20 years why should today be any different but today is the zenith <laughs> Ooh, axiom yesterday zenith today I can't wait for the word of the day tomorrow yuck Call Scotty, and then Scotty will call sales, and they'll get it sponsored. The word of the day. Okay, we'll I think I'm brilliant, and I agree with that. <laughs> now back to me. <laughs> there are questions about everybody. Nobody's locked in on the Lakers as the champs. Nobody's locked in on the Nets as the champs. 
everybody's question right now, and it's unusual, and it's the beauty of this playoff. Usually, where somebody we look at them and we think, mm, you're the guy. So we did with the Warriors for years. Is what we okay, did with the Heat for the year. But some teams have fewer questions, and a lot of our fans have a lot more questions about the Jazz than they do about the Lakers. So you're doing exactly what Shaq did. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Coming up next, Bob Casper, Real Golf Radio. It's time to draft for the PGA Championship. Pressure's on. Next, stay with us.